So I think it's interesting. It sounds like you were saying that, like, among humans, there is no universal yeah. code of ethics. Oh yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I know what you're getting at. Yeah, and you think there there is? I think that there are certainly things I can that I think are universally wrong. But sure, tell me, are, murder, right? What? Murder, What's universally murder? Yeah. wrong, right? I would say that that's okay, now. I can I, so I'm just going to talk about it. Hopefully, you won't hate me by the end of this. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just bringing up ideas. You know, um, this speaks nothing of my values. It's just that I, I, in the in the interest of the truth, we do need to give, you know, be the devil's advocate also. You know, because otherwise we're we're kind of hiding from certain information because we think it's bad or tabooed, you know? Yeah. So we say, okay, so murder is universally wrong. Now, are we saying that because um, because it's, it's something about good and evil? Are we saying that because... Um, tell me, why do you think that, that murder is universally wrong? just i don't think it's a natural right for a human to kill another human okay what about an animal killing another animal um that doesn't bother me which means that you feel that the human race is above the animal kingdom personally right? yes yes now what if I told you that, what if I question that? Are we? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that we don't know about certain animals that, that we, had, we didn't even bother to investigate because we don't even know it, it's, it's happening. There's really no reason for us to think that we're superior. We can say that we're better at certain things, but to be overall universally a superior species? No, we can't. Cannot say that. Just like when the dinosaurs ruled the Earth, they couldn't say to themselves that they were the superior, even though they were kind of thriving, right? Just like we are thriving right now. But it's just, it's it's all about adaptation. Uh, it's all about you know how, how you handle the environment. If you're in an environment where you need size and strength, yeah, that's a dinosaur world, you know. But then the ice, ice age happens, dinosaurs die. All of a sudden, they're, haha, you weren't the, really the supreme beings of uh, the supreme uh, species. Same things will, hap will happen with humans. We think we're so cool because we have rationale. So, you know, we, we can exercise our frontal uh, precortex and, you know, we, we build shit and we, we, um, we expand, we develop. Really, look, but look at it from this side. What are we doing? We're like making things pretty. We're making things comfortable. We're not sure. We're trying to look, go into outer space or, or answer some questions. Sure, we're trying to do that. But at the end, there's a very good likelihood that our own intelligence and rationale and learning will be our own demise. You know, we will. It's. It's 
I couldn't, if I think about it, if I had to predict, how long will it take for us to figure out the end of space, right? That's a cool question. What's up there? You know, where's the end? I would say that will probably be, what, at least 2,000 years, right? Now, how long will it take for an accidental asteroid hitting Earth or a nuclear bomb or uh, some kind of a viral epidemic that will be a global catastrophe? I don't think that will take 2,000 years. I think that's much more likely to happen sooner. So that's I think that we're not really going anywhere with this. This is just our time. That's all, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I had this discussion so many times with people, but the, the, the ability to fly. Yeah. You know, certain species can do certain things that we can't, you know, reception, uh, smell certain things, um, see certain things and, you know, being able to fly, there's a lot of these powers, but sure, then the human uh, god would say, oh, yes, but I can figure out how to fly because I can build an airplane or a chopper. Well, that is true. You cannot still, like a bird, fly just like that on command, you know? So I... I think that it's like comparing apples and oranges. I don't think we can really say that there is better. You know, it's like, I don't know, Miss Universe competition. Is really is Miss Universe really the prettiest woman in the whole fucking world? I doubt it, you know? I really doubt it. Yeah. So it's it's kinda like that. I mean, sure, we're great, yeah. That's awesome. We're awesome. Pat ourselves on the back. But I, I don't think that we should see ourselves as as something above because if going back to the with the start of that if we say that it's not okay for a human to kill a human but it is okay for an animal to kill an animal we're basically saying we're above that we're god like you know we're we're you know like we're not connected to you because you are primitive it's okay for you to kill but not not okay for us to kill you know so and i'm not making i'm not trying to make a kill out of you obviously right <laughs> that would be funny <laughs> i'm just making you know just a, 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 like an argument like something to think about because it's there really isn't some kind of a genetic code that we're born with that tells us what is ethically right and what is ethically wrong there's no such thing we are born, we look at our parents, our parents are gods to us, at least in the first 10 years of life. And our parents tell us it's bad, it is bad. <laughs> and then we forget all about it because you know we learned so many things from them and it becomes a benchmark and we never even question it later on. And of course, everybody else has their parents so they all get the same kind of, nope, no parent ever tells their child like, oh yeah, you should go out of there and kill. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, that doesn't happen really. But uh, and because of that, that's why we have this kind of be- belief that something inside us knows that it's wrong to kill. Yeah, because ever since you were born, that's what you've been told, you know? So do, you don't think that you would have that sense, let's say, if you were theoretically on an island by yourself and you had amnesia? 
and you don't remember your parents, you don't remember the ethics that you were brought up. I'll make it even easier for you because I know I know what you're gonna ask me. Um, I don't need to have amnesia. You can ask me, do I think murder is bad? I would say in a general sense, yes, but there are exceptions. I would say that if it was um, between me and another person, right, to live, only one of us can live. We have to duke it out for whatever reason. I guess it depends who the person is and what they mean to me, but most likely they're not going to mean to me as much as I mean about myself. And I don't consider myself a, like some kind of a pompous, like narcissistic, like I love people. But, and I do respect people more so than most people. <laughs> but I always say that you should always kind of like keep yourself just a little bit above that, you know, because you need to, that's it's the only way to be self, the only way to be self sustained is to is to be a little bit more towards yourself. Because imagine if you give. If you really loved everybody as much as you loved yourself, like completely equal, there wouldn't be a protective mechanism in which what would stop you, let's say, if everybody were hungry to feed, I don't know, 10 million people and, you know, you forget about yourself and collapse and die from hunger or something like that. Does that make sense? So, so you do need to be slightly more selfish but not like selfish, selfish, but you know, just a little bit more than you care about others. Um, you think that's natural in people? I think people take it to the next level. I think they're extremely selfish. <laughs> um, so, and that's kind of where words, and the language, and the communication gets a little distorted because. It all depends on the context of how you say it and how you hear me out. And, and if I'm talking, you know, um, if I'm communicating well, you know. So I would say that I think that most people should care about others a lot more than they do right now. Do you think there are people who are caring about other people more than themselves? I think there are, but unfortunately, it's not. It's not. It's not sustainable. So it's very short-lived. So, it, so it will only take a certain time period before they realize that these the the burden of doing that is too much. Depending on what what is what it is that they do, whether it's in a physically, you know, uh, dangerous. Um, situation or even just like in uh, you know civilized uh, West Los Angeles you know um, if you imagine if you spend all your time a lot of your time on on your friends or people you care about that you love and give them just as much attention as you give yourself but don't forget you are one and there's many of them therefore the more they are of them, proportionally speaking, relatively speaking, the less of you. Which means, the more friends you have, the less you're going to give yourself attention. And if you don't give yourself attention, people, well, number one, 
here comes the manipulators, you know, like the, you know, just terrible people that just sees, see a person that will give them good and ask nothing in return. So sure, why not? You have those. And then you also have the exhaustion, you know, that's a factor, you know, like you're constantly doing, doing, doing. And, you know, you don't really, you don't expect, but you, def- but you don't see it either. Uh, the, you know, any feedback of a, like, you know, anybody caring about you. You know, even even if you don't expect that. Um, and it's 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 I like and I don't know if there are people like that. And if there are, I don't I, I would need to I would need to really I, I would love to, I would have a lot of questions for them because I don't think I think it's false. I don't, I don't, I think they're, they're, they're making, they're, they're making a show. <laughs> they're, they're, sh- they're trying to uh, pretend something is beautiful when it's not true. And I'm very, uh, that's another thing that I care about. I care so much about the truth that it doesn't really matter if it's ugly or pretty. It will, I will always say what it is disregard to whether it's ugly or pretty so that makes me think about something that i've noticed and i think i I read something about this where a lot most women if they're having a baby and they think that there's a chance that either it will they will die or the baby will die it seems like women will usually choose the baby as the survivor and when the father is involved the father will always choose the mom Hold on. Are we talking about a baby that was already born? No, we're talking about a situation where somebody's going to die. The mom or the baby. But but, but but the baby's still in the womb. Yeah. Okay. So, why do you say that? Because, just, because somebody told you. It's what I've gathered. Talking to moms and like, I don't know. Moms, <laughs> I mean, isn't it a beautiful story to tell? It is. And that's why it would spread. It's a very beautiful story to tell, but I don't think that's true. And just and and, and as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm gonna say something about abortion. I'm actually a very pro-abortion, <laughs> maybe even more than someone. But but I do want to say something about that. If what you said was true, then there wouldn't really be abortions because abortion is specifically saying, and I and I support that a hundred percent. By the way, mm-hmm. that. I am not ready for this right now, and therefore, if I do this, it's not going to be good for me. It's not going to be good for the baby. I'd rather the baby dies. I live. Maybe another day. I totally support that. I think that is the right answer. Um, that is the 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 natural the the more sustainable answer, and it also kind of conflicts with with what you're saying. And and I, I I'm not I heard I heard stuff like I hear stuff like that all the time, especially for moms. Oh, I have the mother. I know it. I know nobody knows my child as much as I know it. You know, there's a certain amount of pride. That pride distorts the truth a little bit because it becomes a little bit emotional. It's like he's a part of me. He's me. What are you saying? You know more than me about my baby. You know, like, then it, be, it, it can really, because you, you identify, you know, 
I am, I exist as the mother. And if I if 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 somebody's threatening to to tell me that I'm not important as a mother, then my life what's the point of living almost you know I'm obviously dramatizing it but but that's kind of like what goes in the head you know it becomes it becomes more emotional and less rational and less true you know I mean rational it is for about you know because emotions happen you know so I get it but it doesn't make it true I I don't think that statement of saying that mothers would kill themselves automatically for their babies. I don't think that's true. But some would. Some would. So there's a difference. I don't know what the percentage is. But I don't think, I, I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even dare to say that it's more than half. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think anybody would ever know. I would put it this way. I would love to say that I'm such a good guy. I would love to say that, and I love my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm in a situation where I can save her, but sacrifice my life. Of course, I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna do it. But do I really know that? Because when you are actually in that situation with life or death, your brain doesn't even work anymore. You become, it's, bec- it's, it's, it's like, for the same reason we cannot drown ourselves in water, we need a rock. We need to tie ourselves something to keep us down, right? Because we're going to automatically try to survive and swim up no matter how much we want to kill ourselves, <laughs> you know? So, so all of a sudden, your own consciousness is not there anymore. The body goes into like this, not the opposite of a self-destruct mechanism, I guess. Like just do anything, anything to survive. Yeah, and you don't know until you're in that moment. You don't know until you're in that moment. So as much as I would love to say that there's no fucking way that I would ever do otherwise, I don't know because I've never been in that moment. But I hope that that's what I would do. So that makes me think about something I've been thinking about for a while, which is um, sometimes when in class or among friends, people are talking about what they would do in a past situation for example the holocaust like people are saying that people try to say that if they were in this situation that they have a definitive answer of how they would act they can't it's a different era it's a different culture and they had zero experience of it because they were not there um and time is a variable that um a lot of people forget one how you would act in one situation at a certain time would be very different than even the next day, you know? So time is is is, is something that we forget as if time doesn't we always we forget about it. That's like we take all the variables that like, okay, I would do this, I would do that, completely ignoring the fact that there was a significant period of time between time with it carries a complete changes in cultures, complete changes in nature. <laughs> like, if we're talking about, let's say, the Holocaust, we're talking about, like, what, a fucking almost 100 years ago. <laughs> Jesus. You know? And, of course, then it becomes why people even saying what they're saying. Why, like, 
who else but their families would feed them that stuff families like their their social groups or whatever like they didn't they weren't born with that information you and I know I think someone who will be so strong to say that they would be a gay rights activist like in the days of the old testament or whatever I've yeah. heard, you know yeah it's just silly it's silly to say <laughs> because first of all they wouldn't even be them back then yeah. they would never even they would not even be raised to, to reach the identity that they have created for themselves back then because back then was a different time yeah I mean most people if most people will do what most people would have done they most just most like today did. just like today yeah most people the easiest way if you don't want to think too much or if you're not sure just go with the go with the crowd right everybody seems to be going there maybe they know something you know <laughs> but it doesn't make it true <laughs> makes it more likely to be true I'll, I'll, t- I'll give it that you know going with the herd but does it make it true still you know at one point in our past we all thought that the earth was flat we all thought it was flat that whoever said it was round was ridiculed what is that all about Nine, like imagine like millions of people telling you fucking crazy that you think that the world is round and then you actually prove it and shut them up you know <laughs> you know so most of the time it's 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 uh, there is more likelihood with the masses but it's very it's but you always want to make sure that you have in the back of your head that not to do that automatically you always have to remember that that doesn't make it true it just makes it more likely to be true because I know people that You know, like a lot of people do this mainstream, you know, they just go with it. They go with wherever the herd goes and whatever the herd says, that is the truth. They don't even question it. And that's kind of a, I would say, a dangerous, uh, you know, way of to think, you know, because imagine you had one person with an agenda, a selfish agenda, and a hundred people that were just like whatever the group says goes this one person convinces one person that one person convinces another all of a sudden you got 101 people that are following this one person that has a selfish agenda and the 100 people why are they following this person why did they truly believe whatever whatever it is that he's feeding them because the person next to them, behind them, in front of them, all are say the same thing. And that's good enough for them. <laughs> But they're all doing that to each other. So they're feeding each other bad, bad information. Not on purpose, of course. It's just, it's the bandwagon effect, you know? <laughs> it's like, that's, that's why we ran out of toilet paper in COVID. <laughs> the stupidest shit happens when that happens. <laughs> That's interesting that it can be, you're saying it can just be one person with their agenda. I'm, I'm giving extreme examples, but it could be, if it's five people, that would be even stronger, right? It will spread even faster. But, you know, one person, let's say, can only go to two people. Then those two people can go to four people. Four people can go to eight people. Eight people, 16, 20, you know, it's exponential. So the more people, the more it spread. You know, and, 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 If 
if any one of us think that just because everybody says that something is something without ever even giving it a chance to like you know consider a possibility that maybe we were off about this that's not really a developed state of mind i would say and and you would be following an error. Not only you would be following an error, you would be perpetuating it, making it even easier for the next guy to believe in it. So you know, in a way, you're you're actually being destructive. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think people are like that? That people always follow the crowd? Because it, because it's. It, where are you gonna how are you gonna know what's true you know like you need to have an anchor somewhere right or you can just not have an anchor and 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 just accept the fact that it's okay not to know everything but that doesn't feel very comfortable does it like it's like you've been you know twirled around in this crazy sea of 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 this world we want like it makes us feel better about ourselves it makes us feel stable and confident that we know as much as possible because the more we know the more you know we feel good about it but that's but the problem is that this this is also a part of that wishful thinking that we're the superior uh species is that because we don't know everything and we have this god complex we make up things and we call that beliefs (laughs) so our beliefs are not that much different than facts they they just become one of the same you know and so we, we create this delusional idea concepts that are just like that we made up you know and it all depends on how many people will go with it for it to exist or not it's not so much that it actually exists with or without us you know so what about people who might be in the group and but they don't believe what everyone else believes sure that's great yeah maybe they have to pretend to fit in so you, you can pretend but why would you want to pretend why would you need to pretend to fit in i mean if if okay if you're in a group that you cannot say how you how you think without i mean let's start with this in a perfect scenario you would be in any group and you could be as different as you want to be nobody would you know nobody would like be nobody would shun you you know oh you gotta get out of group because you're just weird you know so that's a perfect world now we don't live in a perfect world so now let's say you find yourself in a group that that you have to worry about um you know being shunned if you don't kind of uh assimilate so you pretend to you know to assimilate even though you know deep down inside that it's, it's not true but now you just buried yourself in in this uh kind of a in a place that you cannot be yourself not very comfortable like you have to pretend you're somebody else you you're always not going to be easy with your own skin you completely lose your self-confidence because 
you think that you are something you're trying to hide <laughs> and you know because you're trying to create this like uh, facade of whatever they want to see they who are judgmental and not open-minded and not able to bring in new creative opinions so obviously when you think about it you know it's not it's not a very good scenario so what do you do you find uh well two things but this is what i would do this is what i do if i'm in that kind of a situation um i would still be myself and that would be their their basic call they shun me they shun me you know it was never meant to be that's what i would say you know never meant to be and if they shun me technically i wouldn't want to be with them because they're not really um they're not really open you know to ideas what if it's not something that you can escape though like you um, could always escape everything what if you're a little kid and you go to school and you have different beliefs than other children you don't necessarily have the power to change schools you can have different beliefs and then all the kids make fun of you all the kids make fun of you or yeah. you have no friends sure yeah yeah i mean i think we all kind of suffered from that somewhere in elementary school middle school or high school but um it, it's that's when we have that's when we learn how to deal with others others that have different values than us that actually conflict with us even though we may want to be their friend they are just not into it because they're they have their own world that they're dealing with whatever is going on in their world i don't think i mean maybe some of them are just you know doing it out of malice but some of them are actually just doing it out of fear some of it are doing it because they're just ignorant you know there's many reasons to not really um connect with another human being um but what if it's something but there where... is a way to escape all you need to do is just not listen what if there's something where there is a, a big group who thinks that they have uh, like the moral high ground. Sure. The, the, and let's say they there's plenty of that, yeah. Are very cruel or whatever. Yeah. To someone who is let's say someone racist. Yeah. Somebody who maybe they don't do anything violent, but they don't like other races. Yeah. And the, that person is shunned yeah. for being racist. Right. What do what do you think about that? What the the group is racist or the individual is racist? The individual. Oh, okay. So the individual is racist. He like this person likes to stereotype. The people don't like him stereotyping, so they shun him from the group, right? That, yeah. Okay. So that person will end up finding eventually a group that kind of can handle him or her, or that person will just be alone. And that will be fine. They'll learn to be content with it because compared to being with other people where friction always occurs, it seems like being by yourself is much, much comf more comfortable because you don't end up in this friction, you know, situation. And that's what I'm talking about with like nature. Like nature, that's just a natural thing. You either get along or you don't get along. And if you don't get along, you find it already like just naturally feeling better 
to be alone <laughs> because compared to being you know in these awkward situations you know but that's 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 the journey of life so to speak you know you can direct it or you can just go with it so do you think it's a correct response by like a large group to um to make a, a pariah of someone who's oh, perhaps who's, less who's, open-minded than them do i think like if they're doing it in a non-constructive way yeah i think it's bad i mean but doesn't really matter what i think they're still gonna do it and i don't have any right to tell them not to do it i mean i can I, if they're not asking for my advice who am i to go over there and start preaching i'm not god either <laughs> you know we we all have our own idea we, we talk about ethics and morality right we create our own and it's and you can change it however you want because it's not a standard it's and don't use the one that your parents gave you or the society is telling you there is no place uh, some institute with some kind of a plaque where it lists all the you know the ethical rules of conduct it's something that you should develop for yourself and that's how you know yourself and i know that in these kind of situations for my uh my personal behavior i just um i don't i i don't find it very constructive to preach because it's a waste of my time and based on my own previous experiences on a small scale of course it's a waste of everybody's time it's just like unnecessary <laughs> i i can be much more productive learn more or help you know help somebody who actually needs help um or wants help um so like there's there's no need to kind of like fight the wind with this one i would say is it wrong for me it's wrong but i cannot say it's universally wrong because there is no universally right or wrong nature doesn't have that nature doesn't have right or wrong it's only right or wrong to the individual the first person how does this nature affect me when i say nature also i don't mean trees and grass i mean the environment i mean everything the world the universe however you want to call it everything outside of you 